Welcome to Climate Quickies, bite-sized nuggets of climate goodness from our TEDx London experts in under five minutes. In this week's Climate Curious, we're asking, how do you photograph air pollution? To answer that rather specific question, this week's guest has just launched a compelling new collection of air pollution photography, featuring everything from large-scale solar panels on a mosque in Jakarta, Indonesia, to smoke plumes billowing over a snowy landscape in Poland. The hope? Accurate and persuasive climate photography can help compel action on dirty air and pollution. So to explore how the ways we talk about and visualize climate issues really matters, we're joined by Alistair Johnston, the Climate Visuals Manager at Climate Outreach. And remember, stay curious. Hello, my name's Alistair. I'm the Climate Visuals Manager at Climate Outreach, a charity in the UK. Climate Visuals is the world's only evidence-based library of climate change photography. It's over 1,500 images that are based on our evidence base as to how people react to climate change photography. And we also have a range of guidance on what makes effective climate change photography. So we're uh, really excited to have launched a new collection of over 200 photographs of air pollution to the Climate Visuals Library. The photographs were taken in Indonesia, in Poland, in South Africa, in the UK. And we work with Clean Air Fund on this project. So the, the, the photography was done in response to a distinct lack of compelling, accurate and accessible photographs of air pollution around the world. So we wanted to target this with a new collection of photography, specifically focusing on the communities affected by dirty air and the impacts, but also the solutions and potential potentially sort of mitigating efforts uh, for air pollution around the world. So we work with photographers in uh, those four countries to, on, on a number of assignments over months late last year um, and have built that together into a collection of these 200 plus images um, of air pollution in those locations, uh, specifically focusing on the people and the people affected and, and really trying to move the kind of visual language away from uh, quite distant images of technology and of visual cliches like smokestacks and cooling towers, but really kind of bring it back down into the communities affected by the dirty air and also look ahead to solutions and mitigating efforts. So in the collection, we've got uh, a whole range of subjects, uh, starting off on kind of really big impact scales. So we've got like uh, congestion at rush hour in Jakarta in Indonesia, life under massive power plants and open coal mines in Poland. Also in South Africa, life close to mines. In the UK, we've got some great images of alternative transport methods, some as a mother who takes her kids to school by cargo bike uh, and there's some great pictures of her uh, with her, t her kids in traffic uh, and another one of the school run alongside cars something we really wanted to show was how the impacts of uh, exhaust fumes from traffic for children they're much closer in Poland we've got some really interesting images of two people who run educational workshops in cities there and then also just some scenes in Indonesia too of large-scale power generation by solar panels on a mosque in Jakarta also a taxi driver who has been campaigning against air pollution in Jakarta as well from his personal experience and various other kind of individual effects health effects too So 
so we've got a photograph from one of the communities in South Africa of a woman using an inhaler to treat her asthma. And this is part of a kind of wider story of the health impacts for residents in these areas close to the mines in, in the high veld outside Johannesburg. And I think this really kind of uh, brings home the personal impact of air pollution on individuals. And 19 months ago, the High Court in Pretoria confirmed the judgment, which was called at that moment the Delhi Air Case. Uh, and this was about the poor air quality in this region. And I think you've, you've got that amazing story, but you want to kind of bring it down to affected people. So we've got people using inhalers with the kind of range of drugs, also captions talking about the difficulties of getting hold of some of these uh, drugs as well. Similarly, in Indonesia, the uh, taxi driver who uh, is sort of suffering from the effects of uh, dirty air in his lungs, uh, we've got him looking out over the city with some of his um, uh, scans of his of his lungs, and it really kind of brings home that it's a very individual thing as well as uh, as a whole society. The impacts of air pollution are very unequal. The most disadvantaged communities tend to bear the brunt of polluted air and they're most likely to live in polluted neighbourhoods and work outside or in settings most exposed to dirty air. So it's really important to tell that real inequality and effect as well through photography. It's really important to diversify both who's behind the camera but also who's in front of it as well. Um, photography is a, is a way of telling stories and a way of seeing stories and people need to see stories and, and experience stories that, that kind of chime with their, their own reality as well. It is really important to be really sensitive, telling what are difficult stories and I'd be really collaborative with the people featured in the image as well. We worked with photographers in location who have a real connection to the story and a real knowledge of the areas that they work in. And also they had lots of time to kind of really consider the brief and also to work very closely with organisations on the ground. And some of those came from connections with Clean Air Fund, working with them on this work. And that allows a kind of really collaborative development of what the story is and seeing what people, what stories people want to tell and how they want to tell them and a really considered approach to photography. So our seven core principles for effective climate change photography are show real people, tell new stories, show climate change causes at scale, show emotionally powerful impacts, understand your audience, show local but still serious impacts, and be careful with protest imagery. The uh, collection of images is available on the Climate Visuals Library now, and you can access that at climatevisuals.org. Thanks for listening to this quickie. This episode was created by our superstar podcast team at Telex London. Until next time, stay curious.